Um, I've been gone for some months, and this time um, I'm just going to do an update of what's been going on in my life. So, um, let's say, it, the end of March, I found out I was pregnant, and with the COVID-19 going around, I stopped working, and I was dealing with my pregnancy, um, I was sick a lot, I was having a lot of complications, um, this was my first child, and, um, just super, super, like, a lot of complications, super sick, I was on medications, um, didn't really understand what was going on with my body, really scary experience, you know, um, went to the emergency room twice, you know, um, all those things that mothers worry about during pregnancy, um, for years, it had been hard for me to get pregnant, and, um, when I tried before with other partners, this partner that I've been with for three years, we decided to try, and we tried, and it was successful, and, um, yeah, so I ended up getting pregnant, so I ended up taking off work, because being pregnant puts you at high risk when you're pregnant, um, the baby takes all your nutrients, and, um, it's pretty much your immune system is low because the baby is taking everything from you. So, at that point, you're at a higher risk for catching the flu or COVID-19 or anything like that. So, I took off work. My partner took off work because um, it was just getting around way too much. Um, and a lot of people are either getting off work or forced to be off work, right? So, um, everything was pretty much just going day by day, and, um, so, pretty much, um, every day was just, like, trying to just get through the day, making sure I had my medication, eating stuff, and, you know, I needed help because with my pregnancy, um, and my complications, me and my partner didn't want me carrying heavy stuff or, you know, being too active, so he had to help me a lot, and, um, so we were just taking things day by day, and then one day I had a, a scare, and I ended up in the emergency room, and they told me I had a threatening miscarriage, so meaning, there's a point where I could still miscarry or um, I could, you know, have a full healthy baby and continue to go on pregnant. So, you know, um, they told me, oh, go on pelvic rest, relax, yada, yada. That's what I did. Um, I was barely moving around, just trying to be, you know, relaxed. And then, um, so then they kind of cleared me around, you don't have to be stuck to the bed, yada yada, and um, so I'm like moving around freely, I fell at one point, I fell on the concrete, it was super hard, and uh, just, I was scared, but the baby was fine, I was fine, they had did an ultrasound, everything was fine, um, 
I kept getting UTIs. I don't know why. They just kept happening. And so they kept putting me on antibiotics. And then they, they told me I was fine. That I didn't have the UTI anymore. And then um, about a week and a half ago, or two weeks ago, I started getting this like crazy, intense pain. Like coming and going. But like so sharp, so intense. It was so painful. So I would just lay there and just like deal with the pain. I'm just like, oh my god. I'm thinking it's like um the the ligament uh, when your ligament expands. I'm thinking it's the pain from that, and I'm like, oh Jesus, like why is this so painful? I didn't think it would be this painful, but I'm thinking like, hey, maybe I'm just like a a big baby or something. I just need to deal with it. So I laid in bed for about three days in pain, just crying, just in so much pain. So the third day came and I was just like, oh no, I can't deal with this. Like this is really, really, really too much. Like the pain was like unbearable. So um, I went to the emergency room. And, of course, because of COVID, my partner couldn't come inside with me at that point. So, I was in the emergency room for hours. And they tell me, hey, we have to admit you. Um, something's, like, abnormal. We see something wrong in the ultrasound. And you're dilated. So, I immediately go into concern. I start freaking out. They get me upstairs, finally, after giving me a COVID-19 um, so I'm I'm in there in pain. I'm in pain. I'm in pain. And finally they get me upstairs. And the doctor talks to me. And she's trying to keep give me good hopes. But also tell me, hey, you know what? There's a chance that this baby might not make it. So three days I'm in the hospital. You know, that first day, they once I went upstairs, my partner was able to come and be with me. Thank God. Because could not go through that alone it was just too much and being by myself for three days um, would have been tough but um they kept putting me on very strong pain medication because they I what ended up happening is um so I started having contractions so three days prior to me being in the hospital I was having contractions I did not know most painful contractions I must say they were giving me extreme like pain medication because I couldn't handle the contractions like I was ready to like break the bed it was so painful so the second day I I kept um I was bleeding and they were saying you know you have a UTI you have an infection running uh, you're bleeding you have a fever like we cannot save your your pregnancy like this we have to take care of the infection and the fever first so I'm like okay oh god I'm freaking out and the second day she's like we might have to um, put stitches in your cervix and um, close you up so that the baby we can save the baby but we got to get rid of your fever and stuff so finally the second day my fever's down my infection's down and my bleeding is less and 
they were trying to keep in good hopes and like I just knew I would kept telling my partner the baby is gonna come tonight I feel like it's gonna come tonight so the baby didn't come that night the next day I'm thinking I'm feeling better so I'm like oh man this is you know I'm feeling good I'm in high hopes I'm like you know I'm okay and then all of a sudden about 10 o'clock I'm just like excruciating pain like worse like it just hit me and I'm like oh shit and they gave me because they had stopped giving me the pain medication the second day because I was doing okay with Tylenol so the pain kept coming and they gave me the pain medication and the pain was just coming stronger and stronger and the pain medication was not helping so I sat in the chair and I was like crying because I'm just like this pain is like bringing me to my knees like I can't oh my god like I literally thought I was gonna pass out because it was so painful and you know I just felt this pop and I felt the liquid come out you know the baby was starting to come so you know my partner said Paging the nurse like she's the baby's coming you know her water broke at this point I'm only three months and three weeks so you know they had told me the baby is too small if the baby comes out it's not gonna make it so the baby came out um after like just a minute after they cut the umbilical cord the baby's heart stopped and um we were with the baby for some hours just holding her praying talking crying stuff that happens with the miscarriage and um, you know talking to the nurses and doctors and seeing what happened and pretty much what happened was my body does not create enough hormones for to hold my placenta and they they couldn't figure out if it was my cervix was incompetent or if it was a hormone issue so that's still my delay now is not knowing about my cervix so pretty much um we lose the baby and you know it's very traumatic for both of us um even today like you know it's been a week and a half and it's still very very fresh it's very very traumatic and being there with my baby holding her seeing her like organs her hands her feet um it's super traumatizing super super traumatizing and the crazy thing is that many many women in this world go through that and it's heartbreaking that you have to go through that some some women are lucky some women they don't have to go through that some women have gone through that and then you know what everything happens for a reason and you know there's blessings behind pain and you know you grow and you learn you learn about your body for me it was a learning experience because I got to know my body more because I did not know to the extreme of what my body's capable of what it's not capable of and now I know and now I can be better prepared to try for the next time but you know right now it's super super traumatizing it's upsetting 
you know, so it's hard, you know, but I just want other women out there to know that they're not alone, they're not by themselves, like, many, many women go through this, not too many women might speak about it, but there's a lot of women who have gone through this, um, you know, um, there's a lot of women like me who have to be on medication because they couldn't hold foods down, couldn't hold liquids down, that's a condition for the pregnancy um, when you need medication I was on medication for that if you ever find yourself pregnant and you can't hold food or water down for more than a couple of days I would make sure I go to my doctor and figure out the problem because more than likely you probably need some type of medication which I was on and it really helped so you know don't go weeks without eating you're losing a lot of weight because you're taking nutrients from your baby <laughs> like don't be hard-headed and you know a lot of women out there they go through miscarriage and it's it's hard it's tough even someone like me who's super strong um super like kind of independent and just even me physically i'm a, i'm a strong woman you know I'm a BBW and I just, I have, you know, I have that strength when you look at me, <laughs> I have that strength. So, you know, it's like you think people will look at you and think, oh, that's a strong girl. That's what she can do, go through anything. You can go through anything. Well, people don't know something like that can really, really break you down. And it's hard to come back from that and just try to keep a positive mindset. drink some people excessively smoke so keeping myself in check because at the end of the day only you know yourself and you know uh where you can go what place you you can mentally and emotionally go and what's hard to come back from so me just been trying to take it day by day July 4th, um, Saturday, was supposed to be our gender reveal, and so, you know, um, my partner had been planning this, we got my back, and, you know, we did a memorial for the baby on July 4th, did a memorial, we let balloons go, you know, his sister said a beautiful siblings were there and you know after we let the balloons 
you know, I turned around and he was on one knee and he proposed and it was a beautiful moment, the most joyous moment. And I was truly happy. Those are the moments that I could truly be just happy, sad, but happy at the same time, letting go and opening a new door, a new chapter. We understand you got to take care of your kid, and yeah, kids can get under your skin, you know. But at the end of the day, it's like you're fortunate to not have to go through those things other people are going through. And sometimes you see these couples, and some of them are terrible parents, some of them are just in toxic relationships, and they have all these kids, or they have a kid, and they're blessed. honestly shouldn't even be parents because they're terrible parents now that's not all you know because there are some really good families and some really good parents that truly deserve their blessing but you know what I'm talking about those parents that you're just like who made you a mother or a dad I just don't understand but yeah that sort of thing and it's like please know that your children are blessings your children be reminded that they're truly a blessing understand how deep it goes that some people can't enjoy that that part of life and it's hard you know some people suffer for me um although it hurts and it's traumatic I'm not gonna let myself suffer like you know I have to keep moving forward you know next steps is house marriage and trying again you know that's that's all you can do is keep putting your best foot forward and uh, you know some people when something like this happens they expect you to be your normal self or they expect you to take a couple days and get back to yourself and this is not the reality because you don't know how long it's going to take you to recover I'm 
so many times, so many days, you can sit there and cry your eyes out before you realize, hey, enough's enough. I have to keep moving forward. I got to put a brave face on. I got to smile and go try and get through my day. You know, um, and it's it's hard. It's a pain. You know, you go through a lot of emotions. I get to do another episode soon because this my life right now is just like it's just just crazy right now. Um, So yeah, hopefully I'll get to express myself more and just follow up and give you guys better news and better updates and speak more because life is crazy. So talk to you guys next time.